Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, 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 testing, testing. Testing one, two, testing one, two, three, testing. Hello, young lovers. Welcome back to my podcast. I hope you're having a fantastic Tuesday. I'm Kila Party, the host of Christian Girls, the podcast, and you are listening to Christian Girls, the podcast, episode 12, episode 12. That's 12 too many. That, that That's a, a lot of me talking. Oh my gosh. I don't know how y'all sat through 12 very long episodes, but you did, and thank you so much. So today we are talking about how to not give up after starting a small business. Now, if you're like an OG, my very first podcast episode, which was posted the first week of January 2021, I posted a podcast explaining the six easy steps to starting your very own small business. Now, I'm hoping that you guys had some time to watch that, take some notes, and start your own small business. But now, the first week of April 2021, we're going to be talking about how to not give up. And a lot of people give up, but they say, oh, they call it failing instead of giving up. And failing is basically giving up because there's not really a way to like pass and fail like you can do with test, but it's more of just your persistence. Is Is persistence the right word? Probably not. I'm not good at English. But it's really just like your determination of how much work you're going to put into it and how much patience you have. So today we're going to be talking about that really quickly. If you missed last week's podcast episode, you're definitely going to want to check it out because I had my first guest ever and she did so, so good. That's probably one of my favorite podcast episodes to date. It's, it's amazing. Like, you have to check it out. I'm not going to talk about it because I don't want to spoil it. So definitely check it out. It's episode 11. And yeah, I, I, want, to, I want to say anything else. Before I start, I, not before I start, but like before I get into the thing, which is the, okay, wait, what am I saying? Before I get into today's topic, I realize we haven't done one of our short stories in a while and I've actually, I actually have two, but I'm only going to say one because I don't have one for next week yet. And honestly, today's short story is, it's a little, it was traumatizing at the, at the moment, but now I can look back and laugh, you know? Okay. So basically what happened was two weeks ago or three weeks ago, I went outside to go take, um, I was taking product photos for my, I want to say donut plushie. Yeah, so if you guys follow me on Instagram, you've probably heard a little bit about this, but I didn't say too much. But basically what happened was when I go outside to take pictures of my plushie, sometimes there's like, because I do it on the grass, there's sometimes like dragonflies or something like that. You know, I don't mind a couple of dragonflies or butterflies because, you know, they're just there. Like I'm invading their home. So, you know, I'm not going to like make them leave. You know, they, they, they could be a good backdrop anyways. But basically what happened was I went to go take photos. And on a flower, I saw a bee. 
Now, this was not like our those average little fuzzy bees, which are also very much scary. But these were like, the stripes were so bold. Like, it was very, a bold, it was like a very bold black and a very bold yellow, very distinct. It was like, it was like a bumblebee. And nevertheless, I freaked out. Okay, so first I, first I was like, okay, it's fine. I just won't go close to it. So I pulled my phone out so I could get the camera ready, take photos of my donut. And, and I look back down at the bee because I don't want to lose it. Because I want to like, make sure I don't step on it or anything. Because I'm not trying to, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to get stuck. I've never been stung by a bee. And I'm hoping that I never do. So I pull my phone out, grab my camera, and I look back down at the bee. And it's gone. So immediately I freeze because there's like this saying where it's like, if you see a bee freeze or something, I don't know who made that up, but honestly, that's the worst tips I've ever gotten. Cause every time I see a bee, I freeze and the bee always happens to land on me. Now I have so many bee stories that they're not really crochet related. So we're not going to tell those ones, but this one is crochet related. So basically I freeze. Now, for a moment, I'm like, okay, where did the bee go? Where did the bee go? And I'm not wearing glasses, so I can't really, like, see the ground that well. I'm looking around. Thankfully, I found the bee, and it's like, it just went to, like, a different flower on the ground. So I say, okay, I'm going to come back in, like, 10 minutes, and then I'll retake, and then I'll just take the photos. I'm going to let the bee take its time. This bee is literally never here. i never seen it before, so I'm just going to let it take some time, and then I'll come back. So I go to a different patch of grass, which is kind of nearby. It's like a 20 step walk it's like a 20 step walk maybe less it takes like literally 20 seconds to walk there oh 20 step walk uh, one walk per second uh, not funny anyways so i go over there and the lighting just wasn't hitting for me like the lighting was like bleh. and there was trees which means it was like shady on some parts and then like the backdrop was as much of the sky because it's a dried up lake because i don't know why the lake is dried up that's honestly very concerning now that I think about it. Huh. A dried up lake. What do you call it? What do you, what do you call a dried up lake? Dirt? <laughs> a patch in the ground? Um, I really don't know. But nevertheless, um, nevertheless, what am I saying? Anyways, so I wait a while and I go back to the patch and the bee's gone. I say, okay, hallelujah, thank you. Because I was not trying to get stung. Anyways. So I go ahead, start taking some photos, and you would not believe what happened next. The bee literally has the audacity. Ooh, that rhymed. Oh, that rhymed. The bee had the audacity. The bee. Oh my god, <laughs> can I say? It? The bee had the audacity to fly on my hair, and immediately, <laughs> immediately, I forget the stop and freeze tip or whatever. And I start shaking my hair crazy and running in a circle. Why did I run in a circle? I don't know, but I did. And now I'm running in a circle, shaking my hair, and I'm literally screaming out loud. And I try not to I try not to draw attention to myself in public just because I don't want to be that type of person. And I don't like people looking at me in public. Like, on social media, I don't care. I'll post pictures of myself, but I don't like people. I don't like attention in public. Anyways, but... I was screaming out loud, running in a circle. Luckily, no one's outside. Usually, there's a lot of people walking their dogs, but no one's outside. So, I'm running around circles, screaming, because this bee is literally on my hair. And it finally gets off, and the bee, f- and the bee-, the bee flies away. Thankfully, I didn't get stung. 
if I was that bee, I probably would have stung me, if we're going to be honest. I'd be like, boy, better calm down. I'd even, t- I just flew on your hair. Anyways, so the bee flew away. I'm like, okay, okay, we're good. The bee flew away. We can just breathe in, out. So very slowly and gently, definitely checking over my soul, checking over my, what do you call this, soldier? Shoulder. There you go. Soldier. (laughs) Shoulder. Shay soldier three times fast. Shoulder, shoulder, shoulder. Never mind, it's not hard. Okay, just me. I look for my, looking over my shoulder, shoulder, like every couple seconds. And you know, like whenever you like, you see a bug or something, then you like feel like there's bugs crawling all over you or something. And it's like, so like, let's say you see like an ant pile and then like right after you feel like there's like ants crawling all over you. Basically, I was having that feeling and I kept feel like bees were flying on me and I didn't like it. So basically, at first, it kept bothering me. Then I was like, okay, let me, if I ignore it, maybe it will stop. You know, me trying to, like, do some, I don't know, some, what is, I'm trying to be smart or something. I'm like, you know what, I got this. Let me do some of my innovative ideas. And if I, if I pretend that I don't feel it, it'll go away, you know? Like, if I pretend, like, like, people are like, if you pretend you're not scared to ride that roller coaster, then you won't be, fake it till you make it, you know? So that's what I was doing. I was taking photos, and I feel... And one of them, I was, okay, so I was taking photos and I kept getting like these little feelings of bees, but they would go away right after. But one of them like just stood there and in the same spot too. So I finally looked down and the bee was on my leg. <laughs> like, why me? Why me? You know, bee, you could have gone anywhere, but now you're going on my leg. So immediately I dash and I run to my house and the bee flew off some way from that to my house. And I dashed to my house and I closed the door and I lock it. Why did I lock it? I don't know. It's not like bees can open the door. But I've seen the bee movie and they always find a way. I locked the door and people in my house are just staring at me like, Kayla, what is wrong with you? We are concerned for you. What is what is your problem? So, um, anyways, I did not go back outside and I just waited the next day to take photos. And I was like, yeah, the bee might have won that one. It might have lost the, what is it? What is it saying? You might have won like the, the battle, but you didn't win the war, something like that, whatever. Cause I still take photos there. So that's my grass. Thank you, honey. Goodbye. <laughs> so yeah, that was my story on how, that was my very traumatizing story, very traumatizing story of how a bee, um, traumatized me. So yeah, um, I'm very thankful that I did not get stung because that would have been very, very scary and bad. And I'm, I feel like you're more scared to get stung by a bee. Like you're very, like if, if you'd never been stung by a bee, I feel like you're more scared because you just, you don't know how much it's going to hurt. And that's like one thing I'm very scared of. Cause like people who got stung by bees before, I feel like, like they're scared, but they're not as scared. Cause like, They've experienced the pain. It's like the your first time getting like a shot. You don't know how much is going to hurt. Like it's a needle. Like how much does this hurt? Now every time I go for a shot, of course I'm always scared. But like if I know how much is going to hurt and I know what to expect, it's less scary than not knowing how much is going to hurt. If that makes sense. But yeah, um, we wasted a lot of time with this. Not not you guys, me. You know, I and I. You know, but um. I wasted a lot of time on that story, so I'm going to just go ahead and jump right in 
One second. Let me get my notes. Yes, guys. I wrote notes for today's podcast. Woo! No, when I very first started, I used to like say the whole podcast three times before recording. So it sounded like I was reading off a book. And then for some of them, I just like freehanded it. For today is going to be part notes, part freehanded. And I feel like it's better that way because it's more like authentic and it's not boring and putting you all to sleep. Now, I will try to be as interesting as I can. So today's podcast is about how to not give up after starting a small business. So basically what I'm going to be talking about today is um, what to do after starting a small business, finding ways to keep it interesting for yourself, how to stay motivated, how to get sales, you know, stay organized, all of that random stuff people like to talk about. So when quarantine first started, you know, a lot of us, including myself, like right in the summer of quarantine, like June, July, even May, a lot of us started our small business. Now, this was so cool to see because like the small business community just got so much larger all at once. And like it's never gotten this many people in the community all at once. So that was like really cool to see. But then like as the months went by and like especially like near like October, November, September and then even at the beginning of this year like January February March a lot of those businesses began to close and just began to like not and just give up on their business and a lot of them would be like it's because they didn't have enough time or they would say they weren't getting as many sales as they wanted to and stuff like that so that's why my first tip today is probably not something you want to hear but something you need to hear because I'm not here to tell you what you want to hear if you want to Listen, if you want to hear what you want to hear, just make a video and listen, just make yourself a video with what you want to hear. But if you want to hear what you need to hear, then you can stay. My first tip is to set a low expectation. Don't come into starting a small business thinking that you're going to sell out every single drop date. Now, that doesn't mean you can't set goals. When I first started my small business, I always made goals and I still do have goals. But it's always good to come in with a low expectation so you're not disappointed by so much that you end up giving up now at the same time don't be surprised when you get a lot of sales because if you're doing the work eventually you'll get the sales you deserve now one thing a lot of people always bring up to me is like you're so lucky Caleb you didn't have to go through this when you first started you never had to go through this at all and that's totally not true so let me tell you what happened when I first started my small business I also started my TikTok account when I first started my small business, I also started my TikTok account, Crocheting Worlds. Now, Crocheting Worlds is now a bigger platform than it used to be when um, in the summer. And, you know, we've gained a lot of followers and we gained a lot of people. But when I, but the thing is, we gained a lot of people at the beginning. So when I very first started my small business, throughout that, throughout that first month, I had two viral videos causing my small business to sell out within the very first two days of starting and I had 30 products so I sold 30 products within within the first two days of starting my small business and then I had a second drop date and all my plushies sold out within I think the first couple hours so I'm super grateful for that that's amazing I know so a lot of people like to compare which is another reason why you shouldn't compare because everyone's small business journey is different so you know I sold out I was doing great then reality, then reality check came and said, bam, then now we're in October and now I'm putting in as much work as I can and I'm struggling to even get one sale per week. So when October came, I think the total sales I had throughout the whole entire month was four sales. 
So it's not that I wasn't grateful for those sales, but when you like factor in how you got over like 40 sales the first month of starting your small business, and now that you're even more like prepared than ever and you're more trained about having a small business, now you only get four sales. And it's like, what's up with that? So that's why it's good to have low expectations. Because one reason, what one thing that happened to me was after selling it, I was like, that I'm a celebrity now, you know, I'm a whole Walmart. Any Anytime I post anything, I'm going to sell it right away. So then when the reality check came, I said, bam, and now I'm not, now I can't even sell anything I'm making. And I'm really just, I want to say wasting all my time, but I'm investing all my time in for nothing. I mean, not nothing. I'm investing all my time for like no profit. Then it's really sad and depressing, you know? So that's why I say have low expectations because my expectations were so high that within that October month, like I wanted to quit my small business and I almost did. The only reason I kept it open is because I was just like, I'm good. Like any sale I get is I'm fine with because, you know, money's money. And I'm not going to complain about how much I'm getting because getting one cent is better than zero cents. But, I, but you know, I was just like, I'm just going to keep it open. But if you compare, if you compare, if you compare that to other people who are doing it for like the business, like they're probably going to quit because a lot of them are just like, maybe it's not for me because they don't want to put so much time into it if they're not getting anything in return. Now, did that make sense? Probably not. I, half the time I'm talking, I'm saying nonsense. So half these episodes, half of my 12 podcast episodes, so six of them are probably very bad, but thank you for sticking through everyone. We're getting there together. It's a, it's, it's a group assignment. So yeah, anyways, one thing I do have, I do have some tips for getting sales and I would say just promote, promote, promote. If you're a business, you need to promote. Businesses sell and they promote. And the only way they can sell is basically by promoting, especially now that we're like in Corona, like you have to promote through online because you can't really just go out on the street and just hand people cards because they're going to be like, oh no, six feet away, please, sir. Ma'am, stranger, I don't know who you are. Please stay six feet away. I don't want no business card, you know? So now you got to be promoting as much as you can in every, everywhere you can, like in any aspect you can. So one way that I promote is through social media. Now I promote mainly on my Instagram and TikTok. So for my TikTok, I'll like post videos of like things I crochet. And if I'm, if I happen to be selling that, I'll be like, oh, this is my Etsy. Now for my Instagram, I usually um only talk about my Etsy on my reels and my story but sometimes if I like if like the end of the month's coming up and I really need to pay for school or anything then I'll actually include it in my caption and be like oh this is on my Etsy now but usually I keep it to my stories but I've seen some people who put it in their post and they actually do a lot better on your post personally um crocheting roads to me is more of a I guess community not community but it's, it's like Crocheting rose to me is like more of like a, it's not like a bit, I don't want, I don't want it to be known as like a selling business. I want it to be known as like a brand, I guess you could say like crocheting rose is a brand. They're not like an a Etsy seller, you know? So, so I tried like to not feel like, oh, it's on my Etsy and my captions because then I feel like it's not going to get as many likes and people are going to be like, he's just posting for the sale. And I don't like to post for the sale. I like to post for fun. Because, like, crocheting rolls is basically based off creativity. And, like, you can do, you can make anything in this world, you know? So, that's, I kind of like to keep it strict like that. So, but if you want to put it in your caption that, oh, this is on my Etsy now. I definitely suggest you do that because 
people have gotten so many sales by just doing that. Now, another thing is on Instagram, there's not really like a for you page. Now there's an explorer page, but they just added something new, which is a great way to get, I guess, on the Instagram for you page. And that is Instagram Reels. Now, Instagram Reels has been so helpful for me. I've gotten so many followers. I want to say almost 5,000 followers in all. So almost like one third of my following is all from just Instagram Reels. Basically, Instagram Reels is kind of like TikTok videos, except you can you can only go to 30 seconds and just the recording process and every, everything's a little different, but it's so similar. And you can grow your account so much in Instagram Reels. And like people always, whenever people are, are first starting an Instagram account, they always come out to me and are like, hey, do you have any tips? And I always suggest Instagram Reels. And then I always have to check back on their account in like a couple of days or weeks. And I can see that like their Instagram reels have helped their account so much. And they and sometimes sometimes they even message me like the Instagram reels helped my account so much. Thank you so much, Caleb. And I'm like, oh, you're welcome. Don't worry about it. You know, don't worry about it. Sweetheart. Don't worry about it. What is that TikTok? You know, what I'm talking about. Never mind. So, yeah, that's one thing that I've definitely noticed a lot. Now, one thing that um, Crochet Cottage Good says is that the quicker you apply to people to messages that. OK. What do I say? One thing that Crochet Cottage Good says is that if people ask you questions about one of the products you're selling, the more quicker you, the quicker you reply, the more likely they are to buy it. And that's, and I definitely agree. Whenever you want to buy something, you have like a very short amount of interest in it. So like usually whenever I'm shopping, I try to take long before I buy anything. So basically sometimes I see it and I'm like, oh my gosh, I want this. But like in a couple of minutes, I'm like, I like I think about it so much and I realize I'm never actually going to use this. I'm never going to wear this. I'm never going to do anything with this. It's just going to end up being a waste of money. So I end up not getting it, you know? And it's kind of the same way when it comes to like small businesses. People see it and they want it in the moment. It's like an in the moment thing. So they're ready to buy it. But let's say something in your like description or something wasn't clear for them. So they have a question about it. But let's say you didn't respond to like three days from now. And now they're like, well, I don't want that anymore. Or they probably think that your business is closed. You just haven't actually like closed, closed it yet. But they probably think your business is on vacation and they're like, okay, well, I'm just gonna spend my money on something else. So by the time you do reply, they don't have the money to buy your thing anymore, you know? So that's why the quicker you apply, the quicker you will, the quicker you apply, the more likely you are to get that sale. Now, another way I see people promoting, this is actually one of my friend, Lily. I'm gonna give her a little shout out for her small business. One second. I'm going to my Instagram to make sure I pronounce it correctly because I always I always pronounce it wrong and I don't want to pronounce it wrong. So if you go to Yvonne Crafts, it's spelled, is that an I or L? It's spelled I-Y-V-O-N-N-E Crafts on Instagram or TikTok. My friend sells these resin orders, right? And she gets some of her orders online. But when she first started, she actually made like these little catalog things, which were super cute. And she passed them out at school. And basically now a lot of people at the school and the teachers and the students were all like, oh, this is so cool. And, you know, like you only need you only need to give it to the right person. And that person will give it to so many more people who they know who would like resin things. So let's say she gave it to a student. No, let's say she gave it to her, like, a, her classmate, her friend, I guess you could say. I mean, we're all, we're all in the same class. But like, let's say she gave it to like a classmate and they know like. And let's say they have like siblings who love resin and they show their siblings. Then from there, she, 
they they would tell their friend and then they would order from Lily, you know? So what she did was she gave out catalogs and a lot of people ended up loving the stuff she made and she got a lot of orders like that. I don't know how many, but I know she did get a couple. So if you are like in-person school or anything like that or even online school, make some catalogs or e-catalogs and like send them out to your school or even reach out to your school and ask them to put it in like a weekly newsletter or something and maybe you might even get a couple sales from it. My iPad is not working today, but um, definitely I do want, before I leave this, how to get sale things. One thing, especially going back to the low expectations, if you are a like big platform creator and let's say you have like 50,000 followers on TikTok or more and over like 10,000 followers on Instagram, that doesn't mean you're going to get a bunch of sales. Now I have a lot of followers and I still don't get like a lot of sales. I do get pretty consistent sales, I would say. I would say I get around like one to four sales a week. If it's like a, that's like a good week for me, one to four sales. If it's like a really, really good week, sometimes I'll get the highest I'll ever get right now. I'm thinking is like six sales and they're really just steady buddies, which are only cost $5, but I still appreciate it, obviously. So, you know, like don't have high expectations. And one thing that at board boba underscore says is that it takes time to it takes time for sales to come, even if you have a big platform. And I definitely agree with this because, as I just said, like, I don't I don't get like I have over 10,000 followers, but that doesn't mean I'm going to get 10,000 sales. Like, I only get a couple like two or three sales from my Instagram after having 10,000 followers. So you just really have to factor in all those things. Not even gonna lie, I feel like that that whole chunk was really boring, and I feel like I'm trying to like think of what I want to say, and I I can't think of it quick enough. And then I don't know. If you're getting bored, let me know. Well, you can't let me know, but let me know what I can do to make it not boring for the next episode. Because I always take tips, so like definitely DM me on Instagram, everyone, because I feel like I'm boring. I don't know. And then not the low self esteem. Let me stop. Okay. So. Probably have to do a part two because we're already at 28 minutes, which is low-key depressing because I wanted to like do this whole thing today, but it's fine. So what's going to end up happening is I'm going to post this episode. Then next week we have a guest and then I'll have to do part two the week after that. But I do want to talk about keeping yourself interested and how to keep finding ways to keep yourself interested in your small business. Now, this is a huge one for me because crocheting, as you know, takes time, takes like eight hours to make like one plushie and you have to make the same thing over and over and over again and there's nothing new to it it's just insert your hook yarn over take your hook out yarn over go through both loops do it again do it again do it again and it's so tiring and so boring so you definitely want to find some ways to keep it interesting for yourself so one thing that i definitely suggest is to make your to make yourself interested in your what one thing i one thing i suggest to keep yourself more interested is to always be adding new products Exterior with more things and even more. So with new products, that's one thing I love. And that's one reason why Christian World isn't really just like selling. I also like to make new things just for fun, even if I'm not selling it. Because the crocheting process is just really fun for me. But if I have to crochet the same thing over and over, like when I had 30 bee orders that one summer, and I had to make the bee over and over again, I was dreading it so much. I was like, well, time to make another bee. Finishes the bee. Yay, time to make another bee finishes that bee yay time to make another bee and it just over and over and over but now i'm like yay just finish a giraffe 
Yay. Now let's, now let's make a turtle. Yay. Now let's make a... What else? What else do I make? Now let's make a donut. And I may get stung by a bee while, because of the donut, but that's not important. Yay. Now let's make a jellyfish. Yay. Now let's make an elephant. Like the elephant I'm holding in the cover right here, which is the cover story yarn, by the way. And see, then I'm more... After like making new things, I'm more excited because I'm like, what do I want to make next? And now I have like three... Now I have like three to five different projects at the same time, which are all like halfway done, but they're all new projects. But my excitement is so bad that I like, I'll do half a project and then I see something else I want to make and I'll go ahead and start on the next new project. Well, I haven't finished the last one. I'm like, wait, my Apple plushie, I started on an Apple plushie and I never, I have one thing left. No, two things. And I haven't finished it yet because I'm like, let's make something new. Let's make something new. And now it's just sitting there, but you know, it'll get done eventually. It'll get done eventually. If enough people ask for me to finish it, I might finish it. I just want to be something new. Another thing that I definitely suggest is make some, make some videos, like do a vlog, make a TikTok, make an Instagram reels, like make a video out of it. And it's kind, and then it's kind of fun to like look back on it and watch it. One thing that I like, so every now and then I'll look back on my TikToks that I used to post throughout like the summer of 2020, 2020 and just be like, okay this is interesting to watch and like it doesn't even have to be like a really good quality video just like just like make like a little 15 to 30 second tiktok video or make like a little less than five minute youtube vlog and just go back and watch it because it's really interesting to like watch and see what you're doing and how well you enjoyed it and like it kind of brings like a nostalgia feeling of like what you used to like be going through and then so i, I remember like when i made my strawberry cow um my strawberry cow watching the tiktok video i remember like thinking as i was making it like what if this went viral like that'd be so cool and i remember thinking like straw seeing the strawberry cow over and over and getting stuck in my head and i remember thinking what if no one likes the strawberry cow and you know like just thinking all these different things and like you can kind of like go back and be like oh i can't believe i used to think all that stuff and stuff like that now, one thing that at EGH070908 says is to keep it fresh, change it up sometimes, and you don't have to be, it doesn't have to be a huge change, just add a little spice, add a little spice, you know, and I definitely agree with that, like, just add a little spice here and there, like, let's say you make a B, and let's say you put, do pink and white stripes instead of yellow and black, you know, like, do something, like, different and see if you enjoy it. Because it's just keeping yourself interested. Now, one thing I also want to say is one way to keep yourself interested while actually making the order. Like, let's say you're making the order. It's a late night and you're tired. One thing that I like to do is I like to watch TV. I like to watch the same TV shows over and over. And I have, like, three shows that I rewatch over and over. But that's not important. So, I usually watch TV while I make my orders. Or I'll be listening to music or podcasts or YouTube. But... Like, I definitely always have something playing in the background and something I can just listen to and be like, okay, this is like my, this is, this is a little, not this is a little nice, you know, just like, just to like keep my like mind off the order that I'm making and just to like make it seem like I'm actually having fun, you know? No, well, okay. I, um, I have like two to three categories left. But I'm going to say them for next week, I guess. Well, the week after next week because I don't want to, like, rush through them. But I'm not supposed to be going over. I'm supposed to stay around the 30-minute time frame. And I'm, like, at 30 minutes right now. So, that being said, um, thank you for listening to my podcast. I, I always feel like they're so short. You know, like, 
you get one 30 minute episode per week but i guess that's how tv shows are too right like like tv shows are always like about like a 40 minute episode and i always dreaded how i had to wait a whole week and i was like i used to be and i used to think like if i had a tv show i would upload an episode every day now look at me now making you guys wait a week sometimes two weeks which is so i feel so bad for but i'm so sorry guys but yeah i kind of enjoyed this one i enjoyed the b story and I feel like the B story was so good that the rest of the podcast just seemed so boring because the rest of it, like, it couldn't live up to the B story, but it's okay. Um, next week, we have a special guest, so make sure you tune for that, and if you haven't watched the podcast with my guest last week, definitely check out that too. Also, if you could please do me a huge favor and download today's podcast, just cl- if you're on Spotify, click the three dots and click download. If you're on Apple Music, click three dots and click save. Um it's free doesn't take up any space and it's really just to help me out i hope you guys members have a wonderful fantastic awesome super soup soup tabular fiber art tabular fiber art tabular tuesday and rest of the week and what was our motto oh i forgot our motto already guys and don't forget stitching away no no, no. stitching away keeps you crocheting a day keeps you stitching away yes guys i still remember it have a nice tuesday goodbye Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.